Koinonia, Christian Fellowship, Communion with God and with Fellow Christians. Koinonia, an association of people who share common beliefs and activities. This is Koinonia. This is Community. I am Tom Brown, and your host today is Lance Rawhoff. Hey everyone, this is Lance Rahoff with Quanania, and I am so excited about the hour that we have today. I have a great guest on with me. You guys are going to love hearing from him. Uh, not only a guy who just loves the Lord, uh, clearly loves the Lord, has an amazing wife who does as well, but this guy's funny. I mean, this guy, I just saw him uh, recently at a weekend camp up in Williams, Arizona at Lost Canyon, which is a young life camp this weekend. Uh, he uh, is so funny. He did what they call program. Uh, and, and normally we'd have high school kids or middle school kids up at this young life camp, but this was for all the Arizona young life leaders around the state. And so we'll talk about that a little bit. But we have uh, such an amazing city that we live in. I, I Sometimes I'll talk to my wife, Susan, and just say, um, man, I never want to take for granted where we live. It is, I, I complain about the heat a lot. Uh, we all do. If you're around here, I've been here 22 years now. I keep thinking it's going to get better. And I just go, oh, man, does it, is, does it seem like the heat just lasts longer and longer? And I'm not going to get into a, propon- a, a big discussion about um you know, global warming here in Phoenix. We live in the desert. It's going to be hot. Uh, there is a lot of concrete, though, around this town. But I will tell you, as much as we can pick out all the things that we go, man, wish that was different. The reality is, is we live in a great place, not just around the world, in our United States culture, around the world culture. And here's the thing. Uh, there is a move of the Holy Spirit over Phoenix and this town and this state that people around the world are recognizing now. I hear it over and over again from people. There, the thing is, I've lived in the Valley, right, since 1994. <clears throat> I was a pastor for 10 years at Living Streams Church and Living Streams Arcadia. Uh, no pastors from all over the state. And there's a couple of things I hear constantly. One is pastors say they've never seen community uh, with an, a synergy among pastors now as they have. These are people that have been pastoring for 40 years in the Valley, and they're like, wow, there's a better, closer connection than I've ever seen before. Like, there's pastors going, hey, what can we do together to, to just further the mission and the calling, to, to bring heaven to earth, the kingdom expanding? What can we do together? Which is amazing. And, and what's happening is uh, I use the term, you know, there's these little fires that are popping up. I will find out on a regular basis, hey, there's a group of 150 people meeting over in this part of the valley. I never even knew or heard, and there's 150 people every week, or there's 500 people showing up to a worship night at some place. I'm like, how did I not know about that? It's happening all over. Now, granted, we live in the fifth largest city in the the country. We're a big city now, but um, there are people moving here. There are people moving here from all over specifically because they go, God told me to come to Phoenix because he's doing something right now. And I, I'm not just saying that because I'm, I live here. I'm, on, I'm a Phoenician. I'm saying it because I'm hearing it from people. They're changing their whole lives up and they're coming. And, and one of the things that I get to do, and I say I get to because my wife, Susan, and I, and I have two boys, Will and Charlie, who are in middle school, we get to be part of a great organization called Young Life. Um, and I never want to take that for granted for sure, because, um, when you say, okay, Lord, I'll accept this calling. Um, I tell people I've worked in the corporate world and my wife's work in the corporate world. We've worked really hard in the corporate world, but I'll tell you, there's nothing harder than ministry, but it's a different kind of hard. I mean, meaning like you're invested 
Uh, it takes a ton of your time. It's emotional. It's a very different. I've never worked so hard as I do as I work in Young Life or even I did in the church ministry. But um, but the blessings and to see what the Lord is doing is just phenomenal. And we're going to talk about that uh, in one particular area with our guest. I'll introduce him in just a minute after the break. But this guy, um, when I, I just think about this, I say when we talk about the kingdom of heaven coming to earth and wherever you go because we have the power, we have his Holy Spirit who lives in us, right, is I think of this guy and I think about like just the atmosphere changes when he walks in the room. And so I'll introduce him in just a minute. And also, I always have my question is, is if you, have, if you could have any superpower, what would that be? And, and why. And we're going to get to that in just a minute. So stay with us. We have a great show coming up. Good afternoon, beloved Tom Brown on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ, where hope is always on. Today's host for Koinonia, Lance Rohoff, and we'll get back to him in just a moment. Shonda Pierce, Happily Laughter After Tour with special guest, Karen Williams is coming to the Valley a week from tonight, Thursday, October 13th at Highlands Church. Get your tickets at faithtalk1360.com. That's faithtalk1360.com. Welcome back, everyone. This is Lance Rahoff with Quanania, and I'm here with a guy who, um, a young guy, I might add. Um, he uh, is married, uh, but I, and he's going to talk a little bit about his life. He's going to talk a little bit about his ministry, but I'm here with Johnny Corcoran, and uh, Johnny, welcome to Quanania. Thank you for having me, Lance. This is awesome. Thank yeah, you so much. It's so good to be with you today. And Johnny, so you work in Young Life, like that's your full time job? Yes, full time job, nine to five. Love it. Nine to nine, probably more. Or less, I was going to say, there is no way it's nine to five. <laughs> Maybe like a 6 a.m. to 2 a.m. It's kinda... <laughs> exactly. So, what do you do? Like, uh, what is your position? Yeah, so I am one of the college directors at ASU, Arizona State, and uh, yeah, this is, I get to direct and lead a bunch of volunteer leaders on the campus of ASU. Okay, so when you say you get to direct uh, leaders on the campus of ASU for Young Life, mm-hmm. what does that really mean? So I meet with them, get to disciple them, get to lead them, encourage them, uh, meet with them, and also just um, be, like, be in their life. Yeah. So I get to help them reach their college students and their college friends and be on the campus of ASU directly. Yeah. You get to do life with college students. Yep. Disciple, walk with them. Exactly. So great. Okay. So let's get to first your life, just a little bit of who you are. Where did you grow up? Grew up in Connecticut over on the East Coast, which is, if you know anything about Connecticut, it's the most mediocre state you could possibly. Oh, my God. It is. I mean, <laughs> I take it for granted now, but uh, 18 years of my life in Connecticut, and uh, there's not a whole lot to do. And so um, grew up there and uh, went to school there. And then as soon as I turned 18, I was like, man, I got to get out of here. And so I applied to a bunch of colleges in Florida and California. And my mom went to U of A. She was a wildcat. She All was right. like, you have to go and check out some Arizona schools. So we saw NAU, U of A, ASU. And as soon as I stepped on the campus of ASU, I was like, this is where I have to be. Oh, wow. Okay. So you went to ASU. And uh, what about just like, at what point did you meet the Lord? Like, when did you come into relationship? Yeah, in Connecticut, um, I found Young Life in high school, and a bunch of my friends uh, knew of Young Life, and they went to Young Life, and they were like, you have to come check out this cool thing. Um, 
that we do every Tuesday night. And I was like, what on earth is this? And uh, showed up and they were doing a photo scavenger hunt. And I was like, this is the craziest thing ever. Um, but I never had any older brothers. And so when I had a Young Life leader kind of come into my life, I was like, oh, this is, this is awesome. I love this. And um, jumped right in and uh, did everything yeah. Young Life. And it was just, it was so fun. So okay, so you had this leader come into your life when you were in high school. Yep. So a leader like... An adult, what, 20-something, maybe? 26, 25-year-old uh, okay. dude, and he was just the coolest guy ever, and I wanted to be just like him. Oh, man, that's awesome. So this guy comes in your life, and then one of the things you mentioned, he says he takes you on this photo scavenger hunt. What, what's that about? Okay, you get a list of just the randomest, funniest things you could possibly do in town, and you you know, you know have your phone, and you have a team, and you go around, and you do all these kind of activities, and one of them would be like, okay, take a picture with one of the uh, – with a cop <laughs> or proposing to a cop and so you do that <laughs> and then you get a picture uh try and get everybody in the same bathroom stall and you do that or you find a cat that's just walking around the street and you take a picture with the cat and so it's super fun random stuff and i was like this is so much fun and so random but it was something so attractive about it and so life-giving i would say yeah that's good that's so good and fun okay so uh we're going to get to more of the Young Life. So then you came to ASU. Came to ASU. You, were you part of Young Life in ASU? I was, yes. That was one of the reasons what attracted me to ASU, besides the fact that it was the only school I got into. Okay. <laughs> um, besides that. The uh, Lord felt like he just needed to narrow the options for you, you know, is what happened. He really did. He really needed to close. <laughs> close every door, door, except for one said, except Johnny, one. this is where you need to go. I'll make it real clear for you. You know, they, they welcomed me with open arms <laughs> at ASU. So, uh, came to ASU and loved it, uh, jumped right into Young Life. And uh, on my floor, I didn't know this, but announced to me, um, was my now wife, Savannah. And so we were on the same floor in the dorms our freshman year. <laughs> Her room was right next to the laundry room. And so you can uh, guess how much times I did laundry every week, <laughs> carrying my laundry bag back and forth just so I could see her. So During one one pair of pants at a time. Yeah, one pair of pants. <laughs> okay, well, just that alone. I have to just throw this out. Now, I went to the University of Texas in the late 80s. Okay. So uh, the concept at that time, even at University of Texas, 50,000 students, and, you know, it's a big school. Only, you know, ASU's big school. But the concept, now I'm sure it's probably different, the, of having guys and girls on the same floor. Not necessarily the same dorm, because you could have different floors where, but actually on the same floor was so foreign, like you couldn't even imagine it. And granted, I mean, that's 30 years now, yeah. so that's it's a big difference. But, like, how does that work? Like, does that, I mean, we're getting off a little bit here, but <laughs> how does the whole guy-girl thing on the same floor at an ASU dorm work? Okay, it's pretty funny. I mean, the day day one I moved in, we're in my dad and I were moving stuff into my dorm, and right across two feet across the hall, there's these girls that are moving in as well. And my dad kind of looks at me, and I look at him, and the girls are moving in, and he just gives me a fist pound right there, and is like, <laughs> "You're gonna have a fun year." Aren't you? Oh my god! <laughs> so it was like, it was like, it's it was awkward and fun and. Uh, interesting and and just humorous all at the same time oh. but uh yeah it was <laughs> so okay so you move in freshman this is your freshman year and savannah's your wife now yes so savannah's uh, room's right next to the laundry uh -huh. so you're making all of these excuses to go to the laundry hoping that she happens to come out or go in or that her door's open and i could just pop in okay so yeah so you got to know her Got to know her. And so when you see Ashley, you're in college, you're a freshman. She's a freshman too, I guess. Yeah. And where is she from? 
She's from Tucson. So she's from Tucson, and um, maybe her door's open one day, and you're saying hi or whatever. At what point did you think, like, were you, was this the kind of thing where you're like, the girl next to the laundry room, I've got to get to know her. I mean, I I, I think she's amazing. Or How'd that all play out? Well, so she was re- pretty interested um, with, like, big football players and baseball players at the time, and I know that... <laughs> listeners uh dude you're see. huge oh, yeah, you are yeah. huge the size of this microphone stand <laughs> okay um and so to say you know she, she wasn't at first attracted to me but um i thought she was just the prettiest girl ever and she had started to go into young life with her roommate her roommate knew young life and so mm-hmm. they kind of came together and we met there because the campus is so big having a club on campus like young life to break down uh, the campus and to meet people and pockets of students. Uh, that's where we started first getting close and started hanging out more and more and would pop my head in and be like, hey, you want some top ramen? Or, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Because I do remember ramen is the meal of choice for the budget, it's conscious. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, so you and Ashley, you get to the other. Uh-huh. Savannah. Oh, Savannah, sorry. Savannah, I don't know. I had that, had that on my mind. So Savannah Ashley is actually. Corcoran yes. is her name, and uh, Savannah also is super creative. Yes, super creative. She's an amazing artist, and so she does that full-time, and she has an amazing business, and she does great shows like Junk in the Trunk, and oh, yeah. um, she'll sell stuff online as well at her Etsy, and uh, okay. um, she is a very talented, very creative. She can see things and, and create something so new and different that you would never expect from something so ordinary. Oh, cool. so pretty and new and... Um, like, what, what does she create? I mean, like, give me just an example of something that, for instance, you mentioned junk in the trunk or things like that. She has an Etsy pl- store. What's the name of her little biz or big biz or whatever yeah. it is? The uh, name of her business is Savannah Ashley Art. And so, oh, Savannah uh, Ashley Art. Savannah okay. Savannah Ashley. Cool. And uh, you can find her on her Instagram or her, her um, online. And so, uh, she will like create these cool steer schools um, that she'll get cow heads pretty much. Okay. Um, and it's so funny. People <laughs> ask her all the time, like, oh, where did did you like kill these and, and she'll be like no 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 and i'm the first one to be like oh yeah we shot we shot that yeah yesterday. you gotta have great stories yeah. behind stuff like that, that one's right betsy that one's kevin the more you can attach a name and make exactly. it personal it becomes not only a great art piece but somewhat of a dead pet a family member if you would okay <laughs> a family um, member <laughs> but she'll take something this this kind of dead and, and bring it to life again i think and mm-hmm. and paint it and retouch it and add these creative pieces to it and um and it's just a, it's a piece that you could put in your house and um and make it come alive that's so good and i know that she just loves the lord loves the lord yeah. a lot and that's in her art and you can see that with the way she interacts with customers um with the way she does her art in such an excellent way yeah. Um, you can just so see that. Yeah, I think it was so neat. A minute ago, I was just laughing inside when you said, "I just thought Ashley or Savannah was um, just the prettiest girl ever." I just think that is so sweet. I mean, that's like such a great just little statement, and um, and also clearly, you do. You ended up marrying her. So you guys dated for a while. How long have you been married? I've been married for two, about two and a half years now. Okay. Yeah. So how's marriage? Marriage is fun. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I recommend it. Okay, that's good. You get a a stamp of approval on marriage. That's good. So um, now you're at ASU Young Life. Uh, You guys met at ASU Young Life. Uh, One of the things that we had talked about right before the break, or I had just brought up, 
is this whole idea of community has just been growing and growing and growing throughout the valley, throughout the Phoenix area, throughout really our state. People connecting from all over. I Certainly social media plays a part in that. There's so many ways that we can connect. Um, but you, but I know during the break, you and I were just talking about like how ASU, like the community around the ASU is coming together. Speak into that a little bit. Yeah, it's been really amazing. Even since the, the years, so I came to ASU in 2009. Um, and at that point, Young Life and Campus Crusade and all these other things, it was almost like a rivalry of who could have the biggest one or, or how we were so different. Um, and over the years, um, I think my junior year, I moved in with some Campus Crusade guys, and they were my roommates. And we got super close and realized, oh, our mission statements are so close together. We do it in a different way, but we're all about the same thing. Mm-hmm. And so over the years, I think in the past, I don't know, eight years that I've been there at least, these Christian organizations on campus, which I think is around 30. There's around Wow, 30, there's 30 on campus at ASU. 30 on campus mm-hmm. Christian ministries, um, wow. specifically for college students. And wow. people always ask us like, oh, like, is it a competition? Like, is it who can be funnier, who could be better, who could have the most? Um, and at this point we're like, no, like, we need more. Like, if there could be 30 more uh, amazing organizations reaching out to students, um, we could use it. There's a great need at ASU and um, 73,000 students. That's incredible. 73,000. The biggest campus in uh, in the world. <laughs> Is it really? Okay. So, and I remember like Ohio State was up uh, kind of in those kind of numbers at one point, but that is a phenomenal number of students. That is a good-sized town. It's Yeah, it's a, it's a small town. <laughs> yeah, it is, right here in the middle of our valley. We'll be right back uh, with Johnny Corcoran, and you're with Lance Rahoff on Quantania. Discover your role in rebuilding a broken nation with Kingdom Citizen Collection. The solution to our nation's problems and unrest, it isn't out of reach. The solution is here, and each one of us as Kingdom Citizens has a vital role to play. The Kingdom Citizen Collection from Focus on the Family is available for you right now at faithtalk1360.com. Good afternoon, Tom Brown on Faith Talk 1360, and today's Quinnity host... Lance Rawhawk. Welcome back, everyone. This is Lance Rahoff with Quanania, and I'm here with my guest, Johnny Corcoran. Johnny is one of the college directors at Arizona State University Young Life. He is on staff, full-time staff with Young Life on the campus. Before our break, he had just mentioned, I mean, 73,000 students at ASU, and I knew it was large, and I knew it was over 60,000. I guess I hadn't really realized, Johnny, that 73,000, when you really start to think about that number, it's kind of mind-boggling. It's insane. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. It's, yeah, it's, it's it's hard to actually imagine. Yeah. yeah. So when also when I hear the number that there's 30 Christian ministries on the ASU campus, that seems like wow, that's just a ton of Christian ministries. Can't we kind of consolidate there? Or so you know, you just go really. But when you break it down, you go 73,000 students. Think about a you know a good sized town is 73,000 people, and you you know you don't. Uh, 30 ministries. Yeah, I can see where that happens. But Young Life is one of them. You guys actually meet on campus, correct? We do. On campus at the Student Union. What nights? So Young Life for college students meets on one night? 
Wednesday nights at 9 p.m. Uh, at the bottom of the Memorial Union, so the student center there, uh, right there in the basement, and you can't miss us. We're the loudest thing happening at 9 p.m. on campus. Okay, so that's what I want to ask you about. So when you say the loudest thing happening on campus, say I'm, a, I'm an ASU college student, I'm walking across camp campus, and you run into me, or I see something, I don't know, and we start a conversation, and you're talking about Young Life. Hey, you should come to Young Life, 9 o'clock on whatever night. Sorry. What night? 9 p.m. Wednesday nights. Wednesday nights. Yeah, 9 p.m. So come and be a part of this. And I'm going, what is Young Life? How do you explain that to me? Yes. What in the heck is Young Life? Um, A few things we say. We say, you know, we are an organization here on campus. We're all about uh, community, life, figuring out what life to the fullest looks like and how Jesus um, intersects with that. And so if you like friends, if you like fun, if you like doing things that you've never done before, you would like this. It's pretty hard to explain what Young Life is, and um, but we do say, I think you would love it. It'd be perfect for you. Yeah, you so come and see. Okay, so if I show up on my Wednesday night at 9 p.m. on the ASU campus, and I show up, what would I experience? Like as a as a new college kid coming in, um, what's going to hit me? Yeah, it's going to be incredibly high energy, and you're going to see 200 college students all your age jumping up and down singing songs to the top of their lungs uh, that are popular on their radio right now doing SNL type skits or Jimmy Fallon type um, funny uh, comedy stuff and games and so it's very like a late night show on the campus of ASU uh, with a gospel presentation at the end of it. Okay, good. So with a gospel presentation at the end of that, so like how long is like is going to be a three hour club? Am I are you going to take up like is it going to go to midnight? No, it's not. It's it's uh, <laughs> nine till about ten or ten fifteen. Oh, so, okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, college students they're waking up around that time, anyways. I know because when you said nine p.m., my first thought is, well, that's getting kind of late. Yeah. But then I remember when I was in college, the usually most nights didn't get started till ten. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. They just had lunch right before club. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's perfect time for them. Yeah, it's good. Now, is your wife um, Savannah involved in Young Life as well, or is she? She's got her business. I know she's got all that going on. She does have her business. She's a Young Life AC leader for a while and uh, led a small group for a year or two. And so now she's focusing on her business this year. Okay, great. Great. So, all right. So Johnny, one of the things I do know about you, because I've seen you up at camp is that you are seriously one of the funniest guys. Uh, you guys uh, recently just did a young life camp for Arizona young life leaders. Matter of fact, uh, there's two weekend camps that just went on up at Lost Canyon, which is in Williams, Arizona. It's one of the most incredible camps ever. Like you don't think camp is when you say the word camp, I feel like it does it an injustice a little bit because the whole history of camps yeah. have been pretty, I mean, not boring or anything like that. Like the gospels presented is great and be wild and crazy and all that. But from a facility perspective, Lost Canyon is, is over the top. It's incredible. We had, we brought a new leader with us who had never been to young life camp. And he was like, do I bring like my bedding and like my towel and sheets and like food? And we're like, dude, no, this is, this is like glamping. This is, <laughs> it is, it is incredible what they have for you. And he was like, he was blown away as soon as he walked. He's like, I get my own bed. And this, this is, the food is incredible and it's uh, it's amazing. Yeah, it is amazing. And so even at this, uh, the one that I saw you at, I, I was up there uh, that Lost Canyon, there are 460 Arizona Young Life leaders. And that's a in Arizona, just Young Life, volunteer leaders, 460, not just on the ASU campus, this is from all over. But this is the thing is that was only one of two weekends. There's another weekend with 
another whole group of Young Life leaders. I mean, we're talking, you know, 800 to 1,000 volunteer leaders just in the state of Arizona. That's crazy. Amazing. But that's really cool because um, there's something. I mean, Young Life's been around since 1940. Um, it's even though their staff, like you, which are required to keep the uh, the ministry going and taking de- care of details and getting things organized, all that stuff. But really, it's volunteer driven, right? Right. Like the ministry would not exist without our volunteers, and uh, we look to them for everything on what to make club really fun and what could we be doing or what are we missing. And having students that are actually on the campus of ASU, students themselves, be volunteer leaders for us and for any other area, it's a, it's incredible. We couldn't do it without our volunteers. Yeah, so what do you, like when you get a volunteer leader, so uh, are we talking about other college students? Are we talking about 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s year olds? Yeah, mainly it is students um, at ASU that we ask to be volunteer leaders. Uh, we also love having young adults, and so we do have a, a handful of 20 plus um, age uh, adults that have graduated and are now in their first job or second job and um, those are some great leaders as well they yeah. get to walk along students and uh, mentor them through this process of college and life and their first job yeah right that's great so uh, you have leaders for ASU Young Life um, <clears throat> so when you for instance the Arizona leaders that all went up to camp recently uh, you actually were on program. Yes. They call this program. Program is, for lack of a better term, I would just say because I was there, is the entertainment portion. But it, it probably could be described better for you. But uh, you and another Young Life leader, uh, Cody Bell, mm-hmm. were doing program together. And Cody's uh, area director in Cottonwood. Cottonwood exactly. And uh, funny guy oh, as well. Man. You guys yeah, played funny. so well together. I mean, it was really one of the best skits. And uh, but so when the leaders come up, I mean, you know, again, you're at this five star facility at yep. Lost Canyon. Yep. And when I say that, I mean the food's fantastic. I mean, I was with a group of guys a couple of weekends ago that were up there. There's our businessmen from all over the valley and different parts of the state who are up there. There's about 50 guys. Comments that I would hear, they're they're blown away. They're like, no way, I didn't know this place existed. I mean, this is like Disneyland. I mean, there, there's just this wonder in their eyes of like, I can't believe like that this place exists up here. And I, I always just say, you just got to get people to camp. Right. And uh, the reality is, is, I mean, wherever we go, we get to, uh, we partner with the Lord, right? We get to partner with him to bring the kingdom and we have his Holy Spirit. And so uh, ASU, college kids meeting the Lord and getting loved on and, and getting a, a picture of the gospel and getting an encounter with Jesus, whatever, throughout the different weeks of the year. But there's something about getting to camp too. Yeah. It's just this whole ever experience. So here's what I want to ask you about. You did this thing called Program with Cody. Tell us a little bit about that. Like, what? first of all, what's the idea of, first of all, what is Program? And then what's the idea behind it? Great. Yeah. Program, again, like you said, the entertainment for the weekend or the funny guys. And so our job is uh, to make people laugh, to, to help people realize, okay, Christians can have fun. Like, it's not this lame uh church camp, if you would. It is this um, super fun, uh, high energy. We can laugh at each other. We don't take ourselves too seriously, but we can take Jesus very seriously at the same time. And so as program, we help break down boundaries, break down walls. When you're laughing with your friends, you're just more open to receive um, the message of the gospel. And so our job, um, we are very fortunate in this, but we get to be funny. We get to create uh, really fun stuff that people would laugh at. Yeah. So like what was... What was kind of the theme of this uh, last camp you did? 
so we were we went up there and uh, again all leaders are in the room and so we were America's first country worship singers and okay. so we uh, dressed up in country garb and our idea was to bring country music back to its grassroots because uh, it's gone far from what it used to be <laughs> and so we poked fun at country music we uh, we got to make fun of uh, the speaker at times and poke fun at some of his analogies and and bring those back uh, during the meals and help leaders uh, just laugh and have uh, a ton of fun not taking ourselves too seriously but again taking yeah. well that is funny because you totally uh, made fun of the speaker the campus <laughs> yeah. speaker, who was great um, Amazing. he was the, just in a fantastic speaker but he would do these illustrations on a whiteboard during uh, the time with the leaders when he was speaking and you guys would get up during the the breakfasts, lunches, and dinners while people were up on the stage and bring out your own whiteboard. Yep, we brought out the whiteboard and we borrowed his and we took the analogies and illustrations and uh, used them in a different way. Yeah. <laughs> used them to say the least. And it was so much fun uh, to do that. And he was an incredible speaker and, and super, super uh, receptive and a great sport. Yeah. To everything we threw at him and uh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. What is some of the craziest stuff that's gone on there at camp with you or with some of your uh, ASU students? Because honestly, I mean, it gets a little wild and crazy. And when you talk about ASU, uh, being the loudest place on campus or whatever. I mean, it's okay. I mean, I know the idea is that you want to be real and authentic. There's nothing fake about this. There's nothing manipulative about this. This is all about Jesus, um, but it's about relationship. And Jesus was about relationship. But when it comes to breaking down walls and just getting crazy, like, tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, uh, up at camp specifically, I mean, there's fun, so much fun things to do but and get in trouble with. But you can... I mean, the hot tub, for instance. Um, how many guys could you fit in the hot tub? 60? I don't... <laughs> it's amazing. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh, the water's got to be overflowing at about 10 or 20. Right, right. And so getting <laughs> getting more and more, it's it's so much fun. Uh, water balloon launcher. Just to let you know, that did sound a little weird, though. Uh, yeah. <laughs> How many guys can we get in a hot tub? Hey, <laughs> college students, man, they're, they're in yeah. a riot. So okay. 2 a.m., that's the idea that comes At up. 2 a.m., <laughs> yeah, exactly. So when you interact, though, you get, I know the, the idea is just get people involved. Yep. So how do you get um, someone involved? Like, you know, the, the one who's the Shireian. I mean, if you've got the outgoing extrovert, ah, wants to be up front. Right. What about the guy who sits back in the back and is like, eh? You know, I don't really kind of want to keep low profile. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, we uh, thankfully the gospel is for everyone, and Jesus can meet someone uh, wherever they are. And so we we love having different uh, diversity of personalities. Um, and so we love to walk alongside um, any of those students, whether they're extroverts or introverts. We have leaders that are introverts and introverts, and so um, it works out really well. And they're welcome and feel loved. That camp. That's awesome. Well, we'll be back in just a minute with Johnny Corcoran, who's with ASU Young Life. He's one of the directors there. Uh, stay tuned. Come back. In his brand new book, Searching the Scriptures, Find the Nourishment Your Soul Needs, Chuck Swindoll shows you how to take your study of God's Word to the next level, and we have arranged for you to get a free chapter of his new book, Searching for the Scriptures. Go online, faithtalk1360.com. There's also a neat little Bible trivia quiz there that's fun to play. Good afternoon, Tom Brown on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ, and we continue with more Koinonia. Today's host, Lance Rawhoff. 
Hey, welcome back, everyone. This is Lance Rahoff with Quanania. Quanania is a Greek word for community, and that's what we're talking about today is community. I have my guest with me, Johnny Corcoran, who's one of the college directors at Arizona State University Young Life. And Johnny's uh, married to a wonderful woman, Savannah Ashley, who has her own um, business, Savannah Ashley Art. Art. She is incredibly creative. And go check that out on her Instagram or Facebook or any of that. She's at Junk in the Trunk Market as well. And uh, so anyway, I just like to put that. Here's what I love is that I love putting things out like that when there's someone who's local, who's creative, who takes things that is doing stuff that other people aren't doing and putting in and loves the Lord. Like, you know, I have no doubt that when your wife's creating something, she's praying about that as well and praying over it. And like the Lord's using it. It's really cool. And and another thing with you, Johnny, is uh, you uh, bring just... uh, the love of Jesus in the room. You're such a nice guy, but also you're a really funny guy and you can get crazy as well. And probably all that makes you a great young life leader as well as a staff person. But um, let's just talk about uh, the community at ASU. Uh, what's going on with just today's college student? Yeah. Okay. Because it's changed a lot in the 30 years, 25 years since I've been in college. It has, and yeah. so like what's kind of the environment on campus right now? Yeah, on campus today. Great question. Um, what we're seeing, the the culture of ASU and the culture of students today, um, it is it is a great culture. It's really fun and exciting, and it's this new place where you get to walk into college. You get the most freedom you've ever been given before in your whole life, and you get to now create yourself. You get to figure out, okay, who do I want to be? What do I want to do? Who do I want to be known by? Who do I want to hang out with? And the ASU, again, so big. Um, and you can be anybody you want. You can start over. And so what we're seeing a lot of students uh, maybe gravitate towards is, okay, where can I find life, essentially? What is going to give me life? And uh, for a lot of the times, um, it is in places they've never kind of uh, experimented with before or um, just things that they are doing to make themselves maybe happy or comfortable um, and kind of content in their life. So they're looking just to do and experience everything. which is, which is fun and exciting, um, but also pretty dangerous at the same time. Uh, there's this crazy statistic out there that within the first 72 hours, a student will know if they want to keep their faith that maybe they've had in their, in their childhood or in high school, or if they want to go a completely separate way. Like you're talking about the first 72 hours of college? On campus. Like on campus, a kid. So if I have a, um, I mean, that is a crazy statistic. Yes. But I mean, you do hear about like, I, you know, I don't know if it's 80% or whatever, but you hear things thrown out like, you know, 80% of kids who, you know, kind of walk away from their faith, so to speak. I, I did read a, an article recently. I can't remember the exact date of the article in Christianity Today that did talk about, you know, those are numbers that are thrown out. And it doesn't mean that they've walked away forever. No. no, at all. And, you know, I think some people get in there and like, oh, my gosh. And then they walk away from their faith and they're never Christian. They grow up and have families and all. No, the reality is, is there is a period of time in college, especially where many kids that are now grown up, they're going to be adults. They're over 18. And they're coming. They're experiencing all kinds of new things. They have um, uh, this new independent experience. Right. So you're saying but in the first three days yep. of being on campus is they're going, huh, what's my choice going to be? Exactly. Am I going to continue down this road mm-hmm. with Jesus? Or you know what? There's some other roads. Yeah. What is that? Yeah, it's a, it's a sad reality, and it's sad to watch at the same time, but they are making their decisions, and we um, let them make those decisions, and we're just always there. 
were there day zero and were there when they're in their fifth year of college. <laughs> um, and so we are. <laughs> um, we're there for them. And we, we love them and we love them for who they are. And uh, they're always welcome with us. And so whether they're coming to Young Life or not, uh, the important thing is, is that we have a relationship with them. Mm-hmm. Um, again, they don't need to be coming into Young Life Club, essentially. But if, as long as we have a great relationship and we, they know that we're there for them, they can reach out to us whenever. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that's, uh, it's hard to let a lot of students go sometimes. Yeah. Well, you know, I was a Young Life leader in college. Uh, young, young Life came to my high school in Lubbock, Texas, when I was a sophomore in, like, the early 80s. And... <clears throat> And I was a fellowship of Christian athletes guy back then, an FCA guy. So this Young Life shows up. And, you know, fellowship of Christian athletes, I was just in the mode, you know, you'd have this Texas Tech University is in Lubbock. And so we get a college football player or high school, I mean high school, college football player or basketball player, baseball player, someone like that who's like, you know, hey, come in and speak to the group, give your testimony, pull out your Bible, do some verse, you know, we'll pray at the end. It was, and then Young Life comes in, and it's like wild and crazy. And I had all these friends like, yeah, let's go. And I looked at it as kind of this watered down gospel. Mm. Like it was just like, well, they don't really take their relationship with Jesus seriously, mm. because like it's not a Bible study. But that was just kind of the world. Mm. And Lubbock, Texas, you're kind of in Lubbock, Texas. You're kind of in the Bible Belt, you know, kind of thing. And uh, I always used to tell people when in Lubbock, it, you know, the challenges is finding people who aren't Christians. Mm. Well, that's not really the truth. I mean, clearly there's plenty of non-believers, but there's so many people who know how to say the right thing. Mm, Because when you live in a place in that part of the country where it's not only perfectly acceptable to be Christian, but it's kind of expected. Right. Then people who really don't even have a relationship with Jesus necessarily, they know how to say the right things to go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, and it could be I go to this church every, you know, it. Every once in a while, once a year, I show up and then, you know, whatever. And it's not about going to church. It's just about what relationship mm-hmm. is. Jesus was all about relationship, right? But I I, um, I got, I needed some roommate. I needed a room place to live in college. And so I kind of had a bad attitude, honestly, about young life. Sure. Um, just because I was like, it's not serious. Yeah. But I missed it. Like, I totally missed, like, what what the whole objective was and how to bring people in in relationship with fun and all this stuff to break down walls. You know, I didn't get it. I was in high school. But then I I moved in with four guys who were Young Life leaders. And the first weekend, I remember our house got raided by all these guys, and they were throwing water balloons inside our house. (laughs) And the place was getting thrashed. And... Uh, the next week we had a big prank played on us. I, we woke up on like a Sunday morning and I think there were like 15 for sale signs in the front yard. And of course, immediately I'm like, man, guys, we got to go find out what houses you took these from. And of course they didn't think about that. They were thinking these are high school kids. They're showing up thinking, let's go get all these for sale. I mean, so we're like spending forever on Sunday trying to find out where these for sale signs go back to people's houses. But but the thing is, it was fun. It broke down walls. We had these great relationships. But at the University of Texas, I became a young life leader. And it was great. Um, 
it, it was it was fun. We went to camp. We got to connect with kids. That was actually a time where there was open campus on high school, so we could just walk on a campus. And I, sometimes we can go to class oh, wow. with kids, like sit, you know, hi, t- you know, we knew the teacher and everything. Yeah, I went to lunch with some of the kids. You know, it was, now I get closed campuses. I get why this we need security and we need accountability, all that stuff. So, but the point is, is I was in college and it really became family hmm. for me. But one of the things that's cool is that call it to a high school kid, a college kid is cool. I mean, you know, it's like to a middle school kid, a high school kid is cool. Yeah. Right. I mean, there's just that one other level where you go, dude, you know, I got a college guy I'm hanging out with whatever or girl, if you're a girl, you know. Um, so how does this work with just like your leaders? Like you have uh, someone that comes because, you know, one of the things that we talk about is, uh, you know, we're called to give our lives away. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we think like, oh, you know, you can go to church all the time. And I, I'm a big proponent of local church. I think people should be involved in their local church, get involved. But here, this is what I think is that unless you really serve, mm-hmm. like you, to, to, you won't really know what it's like to right. live out your Christian faith, yeah. to live out the power and authority we have in Christ, right? Absolutely. So with that little bit of info and background, how does that look with your leaders? Because I know that one of the ideas is, is Take these ASU students or NAU students, GCU students, U of A students, you know, that are part of Young Life's at all of those campuses. Yeah. Um, how do you like not only say, yeah, come, let's do this, let's present the gospel, let's pray together, let's say, oh, by the way, we need to give our lives away. Right. What does that look like? Exactly. Yeah. And so, of course, giving our lives away, that is what uh, we are created for. And so when we... Um, when students are looking for life, we're saying, okay, if you want to find life and life to the fullest, it is in giving your life away. And of course, what does that look like? Um, it is it is serving. It's it's doing things that you would just not normally do. It's it's giving your life to something that um, is so much bigger than yourself. And so, um, in that, we are finding that that is uh, attractive to students. Um, and. You know, they're listening to their peers. Their peers are the most important people to them. And so when we have college-age students as leaders, um, they're taking advice from their peers, not so much the, you know, the 30, 40-year-old that's like, hey, let me tell you about your life. It's, uh, right. okay, what are my peers telling me that is important? And so when we have college-age students saying, hey, like, the most important thing for you is to give your life away to something and to serve, um, that is where true life is found. And that's actually what we're created for. And um and so, yeah, that's that's what we do. And we found that the secret to college ministry is um, giving people a place to lead. And so giving them a, a, a pedestal or, or some sort of responsibility and uh, giving them a place to lead um, to be uh, pouring out into, um, yeah, to ultimately to lead. And yeah. so that is what we've been finding is um, has been great. And college is such a time where people can get so beat down, especially for men. I think it's so, there's so many things against uh, um, men and, and growing up and becoming men. And so giving them a place to lead has been incredible. That's awesome. Yeah, that's really great. And so uh, right now you have a certain number of leaders. I don't know. Um, do you 16 leaders. 16 leaders. Okay. So you need more. You want more. We love more. You want whomever wants to be called into this. And I do say that it's a calling. Like that doesn't, yeah. when you say you're called into something, it doesn't mean for the next 50 years of your life. Right. No, not at all. It's mm-hmm. for a season of your life maybe, but you're in college. And and I think the question is, is you go, Lord, what are you calling me into? Yeah. And we should be doing that our whole life, right? Our whole life we go, Lord, what are you calling me to now? Because when it's a calling, it's not a job or whatever. It's like, 
you're in and you're seeing a move of, of the Lord. And again, God wants to use us. Absolutely. He partners with us. He's given us that opportunity and we got to say, okay. Yeah. So a college student, you know, that goes, Hey, I need to find my place or whatever. I think it's fantastic. Johnny, you guys just say, listen, is this what the Lord's calling you into? Come along and we'll walk with you. Yeah. You are there for so much more than a degree. And so, so much more than a degree. That is so true. And, you know, I think about is there will be degrees that people get. But the reality is, is when you look back on your college experience, um, you go, wow, God, how did you use me? I mean, if you can ask, how did you use me my four or five, 10 years in college, whatever it was that. And uh, you guys are helping walk with in real life circumstance. So we'll be right back with Johnny Corcoran. Welcome back. This is Lance Rahoff with Quanania, and I'm here with my guest today is Johnny Corcoran, who's one of the college directors at ASU Young Life. It's been such a good time with Johnny, getting to know him a little better, the ministry that the Lord's entrusted you with, and he's walking alongside college students at ASU every day. And, you know, in this the world today, and we always say this in the world today, but the reality is, is our whole lives, whether it was 50 years ago or today, is we go through life, we have ups and downs, we have challenges, we have um, U-turns. I mean, we have stuff where we're walking and we think we're going one direction and all of a sudden we're going another because of life circumstances. And and to have someone to walk through, through those college years is huge. And a guy who loves Jesus and a guy who wants to speak life over people. Well, that's Johnny, and he's just one of many that they have at ASU. They'd love to have more people involved and, and come alongside. But even if you're not in college at ASU, but you're somebody listening or you know somebody, you say, hey, I'd love to connect with some college students. I'd love to come alongside a guy like Johnny and some of the other leaders and support them or even be part of their leadership team, like the committee. We call them a committee, a group of adults who say, hey, we want to cover you guys and lift your arms up and encourage you guys and help make sure you have what you need to go out and do this ministry effectively. And so, um, Johnny, if somebody wants to get hold of you, how do they get hold of you? Yeah, if you searched in your Facebook, Young Life ASU, and you use direct message, that will go straight to me. And so uh, that is the easiest way, Young Life ASU, right into your Facebook search, and you'll find us. That's great. Hey, let's just close out in prayer. You want to just lead us in prayer? Would love to. Go. Thank you, Lance. Lord, we thank you for this time. We thank you for uh, the, the listeners. We thank you for uh, the questions and the topics that came up, Lord. We pray for ASU and the ASU students. Jesus, would you be with them? Would your presence be so on that campus, Lord? Would, uh, would there be a, a revival on that campus, Lord, that people can see and hear how much you are, um, how much you love them, Jesus, and how much you want to... Um, tell them that they are loved, God. And so would you give the uh, the campus ministries a uh, an endurance and a strength and to keep going, Lord, and would students know that they are loved and are meant for so much more um, than the, maybe the things they're doing now. Yeah. And so, Jesus, would you, would you help us and would you meet us, Lord? Yeah, very good. Yeah, amen to that. Johnny, thank you so much for being on the show today. Uh, join us again for Quanania. Have a great rest of your afternoon. Thank you.